up, Santa Barbara? You're listening to Your Life in America, the free show. You're listening to Your Life in America, the show before the show on KZAA LP 96.5 FM. We are live here in the studio with Last Point. What's up, guys? Yo. Hey, hey. Nice to be here. Thank you guys for coming out, man. Really appreciate it. Sorry that it's super hot in here. I feel like I tell every single guest I have that, but you guys like have a been... burrito. <laughs> You guys have been hot and sweaty indoors before, I'm sure, many times. Oh, sure, absolutely. That sounded kind of weird, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys are a local band here from Santa Barbara, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Santa Barbara and Carpinteria here, Central Coast. Right know, on. Why don't you here. guys introduce yourselves real quick and tell us who plays what and what your names are and all that good stuff. Hey, I'm TJ. I play guitar and vocals. I'm Matt. I play drums, no vocals. <laughs> uh, and I'm Josh, uh, bass and vocals. All right. Yeah, thank you guys again for coming out. Um, so this interview will be uploaded on the Your Life in America SoundCloud page. Hopefully I can get that done tonight so that you guys will have access to it. You can share it with your people and all that stuff. But, yeah, right now we're actually live on FM radio, so all the people who are driving home in their cars stuck in traffic are going to turn it on and hear our beautiful voices talking about the music that we love. Our voices are beautiful, aren't they? <laughs> They're in road rage. <laughs> um, yeah, so you want to let us know before we get started and get into everything, like where can we find your music? Uh, are you on social media? All that good stuff? Yeah, of course. Um, so we're pretty much on all the, the usual uh, platforms. You know, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, so if you're on Instagram, it's lastpointsb. Uh, Facebook, it's going to be you know facebook.com lastpointmusic. And that's pretty much the, the handle for most of our other stuff. Uh, our Bandcamp page as well, lastpointmusic.bandcamp.com uh, and reverbnation.com slash lastpointmusic. You sound um, like a stinking commercial right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, enunciation <laughs> is important. The people need to know, that's man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So um, what about so upcoming shows? You guys have shows coming up you want to let everybody know that they need to get out a to couple. Josh? Yeah, we've got quite a few. So I love uh, it. Yeah, That's I, one of my biggest things is like, I'll say this real quick. I have this person, I, don't, I shouldn't say, people have approached me for interviews a lot and a person approached me for an interview and he's like telling me all this stuff and like the music was definitely not the style of music that I play on this show. And I'm like, well, have you guys played any shows yet? And he's like, well, no, we haven't done live shows yet. And I'm like... Why don't you play some shows and then get back to me sure. and talk yeah. about it? Well, and like I said, we're we're still relatively new as well. I mean, we've played a handful of shows, you know, about a dozen maybe-ish. No. Um, That's a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's where the magic happens, man. Yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> starting starting to gain some momentum, you know, starting to get some some positive, you know, some real positive feedback across the board. For sure. Um, so the first one that we got coming up here uh, uh, next week here on Friday, uh, on the 2nd, uh, going to be at the Cliff Room. 
uh, up on the Mesa here in Santa Barbara. Nice. Going to be playing with Up Your Guts, uh, Pet Meds, and we got Will Ridge doing his solo set to open it all up. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, not a gig, but something very, very significant for us as a band, uh, in mid-August, uh, we're going to the studio to actually record. Um, nice. The, the music that you've had access to, and mm-hmm. we're going to get you some more here for the future. Appreciate um, that. Has all been DIY. You know, that was We Did It Ourselves. In the recording studio, Matt, the drummer the here. Matt yeah, Matt did a lot of uh, our drummer here. He did a, a lot of the extra work in terms of kind of our engineer, if you will, on hand when we were doing it ourselves. And then I love it. And then so all the mixing, much, you know, all the all the after the post that was pretty much him at home doing the best that he could to give us a, a good pre-production demo to just get out a little bit and to help help us get shows. You yeah. Because like I said, it being in a, a new band, we have struggled to get shows it's still is a challenge you know if you know yeah. anything about me you know, it's like yeah you gotta yeah and we've been trying not to like use our old connections you know like as previous bands like just trying to get people to like it for what it is and not like that's oh right. i know these guys from this other band they're probably okay you know or whatnot. yeah yeah no that's so cool man like so when you guys messaged me and then i went and i and i looked up your band camp and, and the, this was the first thing i saw the uh the diy demo that should have been cassette should have been on cassette <laughs> and i got so I, <laughs> no that's awesome and i got so excited when i saw that man because like i was saying i had other people hitting me up for interviews and they're talking to me about like recording with katie perry's recording people and all this stuff and i'm like that's not what this show is about you yeah. know not that that's not cool and i'm not yeah. knocking that but when i and then i'm you know kind of set that aside but then i saw this and i got so excited about it and i was like this is what my shows about and like this is a special thing to me like growing up and just doing things yourselves and recording and all that stuff so i'm super stoked that you guys are here and um that's awesome yeah, yeah. no that like when i saw this picture i was like this is this is definitely happening <laughs> yeah and uh and like i said as we get a little bit more into stuff here this afternoon which will kind of give you a little insight in terms of like i said where we kind of came from how we yeah. came to this project for sure and and the diy recording and just the the diy approach across the board it as cliche as that might sound to some people, it absolutely is a core of all of us individually yeah. as well as collectively, you know, That's in terms right. of the, our approach to music and bands and, and all the stuff that we do with it, you know, the community and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of, so after we record, and we're full steam ahead with a bunch of shows, uh, the 23rd of August on a Friday, we're going to be down at the Concrete Jungle Brewery in Oxnard. Nice. Uh, we're going to be with some pl- uh, Santa Barbara locals, the Dorries. Uh, some of y'all folks might know their name, some great folks. Yeah. Uh, Somebody more. was telling me about them the other day. Yeah, great folks. Uh, we're going to be hopefully hooking up with a few more bands to, you know, st- TBA. Uh, and then September 14th, a Saturday, we're going to be up in Santa Maria at the BC Centro spot up there. Nice. Great spot. I great love that place. Oh. <laughs> I love a, this one. Our BC Centro is awesome. Yeah. I've never been to that one up there, but I take my bike to this one all the time over here. There, I got the hat I'm representing. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Right now. That's yeah. right. Surprisingly great place to have a show. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great turnout and everything. Yeah, still uh, out of like the do- I mean, almost a dozen shows, one of the top shows we've had so far. Um, attendance, vibe, response. I mean, just it was rad. It was an awesome spot. Were so people circle pitting there? Yeah, there were people moving around, oh man. It was God, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dancing, dance, dancing, moving around, yeah. actually running in a circle like we love, like all of it. Yeah. That's it was so whole, cool, man. Moving and shaking. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that, that show, we're actually going to be uh, supporting a band, Leecher, coming down from uh, the Bay. Nice. Uh, and then we're going to be joining some other locals up there, Roving and Fair Catch. Um, and then 
can't, there's an, we have a couple other shows that are in the works and things we're trying to, some things I have to kind of be hush-hush about a little closer because yeah, you have the fun of shows. Of course. Uh, but then the last one that I can announce that we formally are booked is on the, the 30th of October. Uh, it's a Wednesday night right before Halloween. We're going to be down at the Tavern in Ventura um, joining the Heavy Wednesdays uh, weekly night they have down there. They're putting on a big Halloween show. Going to be a bunch of bands. A lot more announced on that as it gets closer. But so the name of the night is Heavy Wednesdays? Yeah, they do a recurring. Dang. Yeah, it's, it's Wednesday nights down there at the Tavern. <laughs> It's a recurring night, a uh, recurring week day. Does it happen? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like metal, <laughs> you know, metal and hardcore and punk. I mean, just yeah, take the genre off it. Heavy, fast, aggressive music, whatever you want to call it. You know, like yeah, they reached out, so we're stoked to to get some new spots and start playing with some new bands. Right yeah, on, man. That's awesome. Pretty good stuff. Um, okay, so there's a place in IV called the Merton Co-op. Yeah, which I've heard a little bit about, um, and I feel like which before we went on air, which the how you were describing it to me was like, damn, that's something that people kind of should know about. Like, definitely, yeah. So if you whoever you guys want to just give us like a quick overview of what that is and what that place does, and yeah. So uh, again, what limited info I have, I, and no, just through my experience, um, it's a, an amazing location out in IV. Um, the venue's great. Yeah, they, they said, baby, see, it's just an open room that they... Is there a stage? There's no stage, so it's a floor show, but there's, it's a even big... It's a, a good size. I was yeah. going to say, even better. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the people. Yeah. Same level. Um, so, so, you know, just a, a nice, big open room where you just can set up and put on a show. Yeah. Um, you bring your own PA, um, kind of just set it up, do your thing, run it. Yeah. Um, they just make sure you, you know, clean, clean it up when you leave kind of thing. Um, you know, we had gotten in contact with an individual, you know, who the, who is the point of contact, I suppose you'd say. Um, more or less kind of the, the middleman of just kind of confirms the date with the venue and uh, says, yeah, you're good to go. Uh, and then you're off to the races and, and the band's a true kind of, you know, for better or for worse, a true DIY type of approach where it's yeah. like, cool, the band's like, get a hold of your own people, book your own stuff, make your flyers, make your arrangements, set your set times, just make sure, <laughs> kind of like when you when your parents leave town and you throw a party, make sure it looks <laughs> good when you leave, you yeah. know, and make sure it's all tied up. broken windows. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I, and I'm not positive, but uh, that place might be a drug alcohol free zone. I believe it is. Most of the co-ops and a lot of the stuff in IV, uh, they Correct. operate that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so I yeah, love that. You know, That's all amazing. ages. No, yeah, it, it keeps actually, like, everybody's attitude positive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people. drug and alcohol free in IV, man, that's a big deal. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> and of course, you know whether it's talk IV, about against the grain. Yeah, and, and all ages, <laughs> of course, you know whether it's IV or not. That's as again, we're in Casa de la Raza. The importance of all ages and the availability for shows, you know, uh, for for folks to and all that. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, it, it was it was you know it was a great spot. You know, I said throughout the whole process, kind of learning about okay, cool, that's how the venue works and how you can book here. Yeah. Um, I believe the the uh, the student housing. Uh, authority offices, you know, the, the, or the advocacy group. I believe their offices is what's in the lobby there. I'm sorry if I butchered that. That's um, all right. But yeah, um, you know, and they were nice. The folks in the office there were super nice. Um, yeah, and, and I believe while we were there, uh, we noticed that it's where currently, I guess, Food Not Bombs appears to be operating. They had a lot of stuff set up in the kind of the commercial kitchen space they had there, you know. It was really nice and tidied up. Um, so yeah, uh, and as I mentioned to you before we got started here off air, um, since that space is so nice, and, and, and they're having some shows there in the past, um, limited, uh, I've reached out to uh, the booker there and, and hopefully can, can keep some communication going. But I would love to set up a benefit show there this For fall. Sure. Yeah. Food Not Bombs is right, like a Food Not Bombs benefit in their own kitchen space, practically, you know, like a, a good show, some, some punk and hardcore bands, maybe, yeah. you know, like 
that would be fun, you know. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm working. That is a show in the future where we are working on, you know, actively to try to set up for for a lot of folks here. That'd be cool. Definitely, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys again for coming out. So I'm gonna play um, this. We'll play both of your both of your songs. Sure. Wake up. Play wake up first, and then um, snake oil is the other one that's on here. Wonderful. And we'll be right back. We're here with Last Point, live in the studio on KZAA LP 96.5 FM.
All right, welcome back to Your Life in America on KZAALP 96.5 FM, Santa Barbara. We are live here in the studio with our local band, Last Point. Thank you guys again for coming out. Much appreciated. Oh, yeah, this is great. Having fun. It's so cool because, like, I interviewed a band in here before the show we had, and, like, the breaks were just like that. Like, just start talking about music and start talking about how special it is to us and, like, could talk about that stuff for hours. Oh, yeah. No, we we get down that rabbit hole real quick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, All right, so why don't you – why don't you guys tell us – tell us about, like, how you each got started playing music, if if you don't mind. I mean – Yeah, no, we'd love to. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm TJ. I come from a long line of musicians, I guess. My family always played. They were, my dad my mom played in the blues band, so music was always around me all the time. Amazing and, um, musicians. His dad was a ripper of a guitar player, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, and killer. I first started on drums, actually, when I was about six or seven. I was taking lessons and all that, and my dad always played. I mean, he showed me some things, but I'm kind of self-taught. He just showed me some little licks here and there, but I just ended up getting better at guitar than I was at drums. So I picked that up, and you know, I called my homeboy Josh over here. You know, <laughs> you know, since I was like five years old, like he's my sweet old brother, you know, from another mother. And um, we just started an old band, you know, in high school. You know, since we were like 15, 14 years old, and it just blew up from there. We 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 wrote songs like perfectly together, you know, and, and it, it was no problem. We we just meshed very well, and, and that's where it all branched out from. That's for awesome. me at least. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's next? Oh, that'd be me, I guess. Yeah, sorry about the little buzzing that's coming in. I have no control over that, so. That's okay. I got no headphones. I can't hear it. Okay, (laughs) perfect. Compared to the buzz on some people's amps at some shows, man, it's not even there. Perfect. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I'm Matt. I'm the drummer. Um, I actually started playing late, I consider, in life, like uh, my senior year of high school. I was like... 17 years old and uh my best friend at the time and i still my best friend um he was like we should jam like play some music we were super into ska music from uh specifically from like the uk the 70s like ska era like two-tone stuff yeah yeah it was Mm -hmm. like the specials and hell yeah and uh so i you know picked up the drums and he picked up the bass and we just kind of went from there and formed a band and by the end of our senior year, we were playing uh, at this place called The Living Room out in Goleta uh, with another local band, The Upbeat, that you know everybody kind of knows from ska uh, music. Um, and then at the end of high school, the, you know, the horn players that we had at the time were leaving and everybody else kind of stopped playing. And I had got that passion, that fire, like music was my thing and finally, yeah, finally found it. And... Uh, the only thing left for me was a punk band that was in town and they were like, Hey, like you got chops from ska music, like come play punk rock with us. And yeah, definitely. So I started playing in that band and it was like immediate touring. Like, I mean, we, we just were gone almost 250 days out of the year. Like, uh, which was crazy for an <laughs> 18 like, year old, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, yeah. And that's I like almost, nine months. Yeah. It was insane. That's insane. Like, we would be gone for, you know, three, three and a half months and then we'd come home for a couple of weeks and then we'd be gone again. Like, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy. That was my first experience in, in like a touring band. It was grueling and tiresome, but I loved every second of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's man. I could do a whole show just interviewing somebody about the life of being on tour. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. I've never experienced it, but bands write songs about that oh, stuff, sure. man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> endless stories. Yeah. <laughs> Tales of the road <laughs> from rock bottom to sky high. <laughs> right. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, and I mean, me, uh, same thing. I came from a multi-generational music family, you know, a third, fourth-generation musician in my family. Uh, so I started, you know, being exposed to music and different forms you know, very early, you know, start performing like five, six years old, you know, in choruses and choirs, pick up an instrument as soon as you can in school, get into high school with this guy over here, and he's like, hey, I've learned guitar. Why don't you pick up the bass, and we'll start a band together, and it'll be cool. And Literally, that was the motivation to pick up a bass and guitar. you grew up around me and my family yeah, anyway. So they said we grew up together. It. So same thing around it. So you know, it was always so creative right from the start. You know, me, me yeah. from very, very young age, you could tell, uh, creatively minded, creatively driven in terms of the arts overall. You know, For whether sure, it be just yeah. music or art class, you know, like theater and stuff like that. Like that was definitely where I was going. My interest. Um, so yeah, you know, we did a band, and then you know, years later, you know, fast forward now, you know, we we moved to California. Um, basically for the sake of independence and to have an opportunity to pursue music in a different place, you know, from you know, up New York. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> you know, we, we came from an area that was, you know, really narrow minded in a lot of aspects, you know, um, and just got away from it as best we could, you know, and, and came out here was a little bit more open and have more opportunities to do some of the stuff we really wanted to do, not only yeah. in music, but with our lives and stuff, you know. I would think um, that New York would, would not be like that. Well, not well, New York City. Upstate. We're, we're a very rural area, you know, like closer to Canada than you are to New York City. Okay. You know, like there's New York City and then there's the rest of the state. Yeah. Um, so we're you know, like six hours from New York City, you yeah. know, like an hour and a half from Canada at most. Um, so, but I mean, did have a great area for, for yeah. some things, but at the same time, limited in others. You had know? you guys ever been to California before? His family was from here. His mom, yeah, his her, Barbara, her family. Um, we I visited when I was like thirteen. Saw yeah. it once. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of like that was kind of where the foot in the door came from. We're like, okay, like his mom, you know, had family out here, was based out here. Kid, they had come out here after we were done with school. So that was kind of like the migration for us was to come out here and you know, go west, seek fortunes. You know, <laughs> I was the usual story. Say yeah, something I know, just uh, like right? that. <laughs> Pretty much. I know, but no, it's it's were you, geez, were man, you, but it's true. Were you guys? Is there like a? Is there like kind of? Because I, dude, like I'm a Southern California kid, and I haven't really been many other places in this in this country or in this world really at all. Um, so is there kind of like a, um, I guess like a stigma behind what California punk or hardcore or music is back there? Like, oh, if we yes. get to California, then like, I guess it's kind of like yes. getting to Hollywood and making it as an actor, right? But like, if we can get to LA or whatever, then, you know. You see my hand in the air <laughs> raised right now, guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, but that's cool though, Absolutely. You know? we, we, I mean, straight up, it was like, if you're a punk band, you got a better shot of getting somewhere and making some waves out in Southern California than yeah. you do, in, like TJ mentioned, in yeah. Nowheresville where we were at. You know, <laughs> yeah. says what we thought. You know, yeah. and, and in one way or the other, I mean, the reality is, is that, and, and not to get like tangent on, you know, philosophy, but like the spirit of punk, yeah. you know, in terms of like thinking for yourself, you know, wanting to, to pro progress forward, change. That's right. Some people think it's about other things, but that's my interpretation of what it inspired me with it. Definitely. And, and coming and having that drive to get us to California did just that for our lives, allowed us to be who we wanted to be, live our lives on our terms. And now here we are, all those years later, still playing punk music and in a band that, you know, probably is one of the best bands any of us have been in, mm. you know, and all the different versions we've done. That's great stuff, man. Yeah. And I'm pretty much 
born and raised in Carpinteria, California. So that's I, right. There I you go. So there's our, lo- there's our local crowd. <laughs> <man. We need laughs> with us, with us being transplants. Yeah, but I mean, 17 years. You know, we've lived in Santa Barbara 17. Yeah, years. no, I mean, this, this is home. home. This yeah. is home. This is where I've made a life for myself and a, and a business and and a, you know friends and family. Like this is for sure. Yeah, you me know, too. This is this is home now. I love this town, man. I grew up in the desert, so it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> grew up in Riverside, so it's like Santa Barbara's beautiful and. Yeah, you know, like as a, a teenager and youngster, like growing up, I couldn't wait to get out of this town. <laughs> and then when I started touring, like all the time and seeing all the other places, you realize like what a gold mine like, yeah. this place is. Like it's so bitching all the time. Yeah, for sure. It's always a nice place to come home to, too. Like I went to Vegas in March for like five days and I got back to Santa Barbara and I was like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. It always <laughs> pulls you back. You know, yeah, it always I, pulls you back. You know, I'll tell you what, when you're driving, when you're, if, you've, if you're going somewhere south and when you, you're coming home, you know you're coming north yeah that that turn right at the main the, the the last exit if you will like when you're leaving ventura before you hit that stretch where there's not really much there yep you know what turn i'm talking the drive, turn drive home from dodger stadium last you, night and, I was, and you see yeah. the ocean yep so whether you like said you're talking about vegas being the desert or somewhere else but it's like that turn right there when you hit it that's the cue of like <sighs> I'm yeah, home. I know exactly. You what sm- you mean. The smell of the ocean hits you. Yeah, the wind changes a little bit. You know what I mean? And just yeah. that right th- and the view and it, just, it triggers something. I mean, for me, like I, I hit that spot when I'm coming home on the 101, and it's like, ah, yep, we're we're back where we're yeah. supposed to be. If you it's go, nice. if I I have a blog that's connected to this whole thing, it's yourlifeinamerica.com, and I write about exactly everything you just said. There's tons of stuff on there, um, so I can I I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, you've so, been one of your your recent projects. You've been doing a, a huge project on uh, on the prison systems. I've been following just a yeah. little bit. You've been a huge yeah. huge series. You've been doing on that. Yeah, we've got, Yeah, we've got. Uh, that's God. We've done six volumes of that. Your life in prison. Uh, we've done one through six, and uh, yeah, those are all on SoundCloud. So I yeah. mean, it's just firsthand experience and the firsthand account of people who have been in the prison system in California. And just we just talked about it, you know, yeah. and the system is broken, you know, and um, but I'm not going to get into all that. No, yeah, <laughs> but I just want to acknowledge like, that. Yeah. that's the, no, one of the things you. that you're doing. Like, it's, thank it's you, good man. stuff. Yeah. Um, so how long have you guys been playing together as Last Point? Uh, October. Oh, well, wow. There's, so there's different year. versions, I guess you'd say. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, 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 uh, TJ and I uh, started writing the music together, you know, just sitting in my kitchen with our acoustic, you know, guitars yeah. and stuff. Probably almost a year and a half two years ago yeah okay we, we started writing music for a project and we're like let's just start writing and just just put the some guitar stuff just the guitar yep. and the bass and okay. you know acoustic you would get off of work you'd roll over to my house and we just post up a couple of chairs in the kitchen and son just jam for an hour or two writing nice. some materials putting it together yeah um and then the struggle of finding a drummer um you know a little bit of that and so yeah. we found matt who's been amazing like an amazing human. He's become an awesome friend to us, and I mean, <laughs> and and a pivotal member of this band. You know, I mean, this band wouldn't Jeez, be what it is without yeah. Matt in it, straight up. Like, um, so yeah. I was, how, so Matt, what do you think about uh, since October ish last year, right? Yeah, approximately nine months. Like since I've been in the band. Yeah, dude, that's so that's awesome. About right. You guys yeah. are doing a lot too. I mean, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like progressing and doing a lot of good stuff for only being not even a year together yet that's awesome yeah yeah definitely like i said the three of us less than a year and shows you know i said we played like one show at the end of last year one show in the early uh 2018 here or excuse me 2019 Mm -hmm. and then pretty much it's been since like march 
March-ish, April-ish has been the, the bulk of the other shows. I mean, with a few exceptions, we've been doing about every two to three weeks, we've been having a gig somewhere, you know, just not necessarily here in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'm trying to burn ourselves out in Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah we're doing a lot of, of trying to get out in other spots, you know. Yeah, I'm, uh, the, do you guys know No Divide? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so the drummer, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the drummer of No Divide, Jason's a really, really good friend of mine. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah I know him. He's I've a good him. friend of mine. Yep, and, known, uh, known Chris and Carly both for years. Yeah. So he they, he talks about the same thing, too. They go all over the place and play, you know, yeah. Ventura, uh, you know, um, Five Cities and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think there, I just saw them. They're, they got on a gig. I think they're playing, um, I think they're playing up in Santa Maria up there sometime yeah. soon. I think I just saw, just today I, I saw it when I was doing some, some time killing yeah, <laughs> yeah, my sure. magical device and <laughs> yeah they played our show here and they ripped it man yeah 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 we've, like i said one way or the other we've we've known those guys for years and other bands they've been in and stuff like that you know yeah for sure all right hey it's already 3 30 we're gonna we'll take i'm gonna play some turning point real quick yeah. we'll take uh take a quick break and then um when we get back we'll talk about i want to talk to you guys about your uh writing process recording process um yeah and then we'll kind of finish up with that
right, welcome back to Your Life in America, the pre-show, the show before the show on KZAALP 96.5 FM, Santa Barbara. We've been here live in the studio with Last Boint. Last, last Boint. Last Boint? Boint. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, let's change our name to Last Boint. I'm oh. sorry, man. <laughs> last, <laughs> last Point? It is college radio. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, thank you guys again for coming out. We're hanging out here in the studio. It's kind of hot, but it's all good. There's nothing better than summertime in California anyways. So um, so you guys have a demo out on SoundCloud right now. Uh, well, the not on SoundCloud. It's on the oh, wait, just on Bandcamp Band- there, but yeah, it's all right. It uh, all just it all just blends together for me oh, eventually. Dude. You know, yeah. it's like Spotify, Spotify, Spotify <laughs> SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, you you commented on that picture. Like, I'm the one that wrote the whole DIY that should have been on cassette because, like, that that was like my era. Like, you know, legendary. Like we, we just talked about it right now. <laughs> yeah. It was like the whole like mail order, and and now it's like this whole era that I'm just I. I'm confused with like so <laughs> I've always bit. let yeah. my yeah. bands that I've been in like past like 99 like I've just been like you guys can deal with everything <laughs> <laughs> computers hate me yeah no it's, it's epic dude that's a bit of like, a learning curve technologically speaking for sure yeah like I was I already was totally down with you guys coming on after I listened to your music and all that stuff but then when I saw that I, that like solidified it I was like that's right yeah um, so yeah, do you, I, I, I always like to, and if you guys are okay talking about it, I always like, cause I'm, I'm a writer. I write like, um, stories and stuff like that. Not really me, not, not songs, but, um, so I'm always interested in hearing, um, bands and band members and people who create music. Like what is your process in doing that? Like what inspires you to write songs either musically or lyrically, you know? Well, for me, I just pick up the guitar and figure stuff out and you know we, we I, I'll just be home writing music and then I'll see Josh and be like hey check out this riff you know he'll be like no I'm like okay it sucks then <laughs> <laughs> alright check, check out this riff awesome cool let's stick with it you know like me, me and Josh will get together like and he, he does the same thing he'll, he'll be at home writing stuff and bring it to me and I'll be like eh and, and, and it, it just that's how it works with me and Josh and then me and Josh just write a song and show it to Matt and Matt's like cool I mean, and then you just add the drums to it. Bas- yeah. Basically, my writing process is Matt bang drum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, like you know, it's it's similar in the fact that like the, there's a an idea that is produced, and then you know when it comes like everybody's got their own like idea of how the song is working. But when we all get together as a three piece, like you know they don't play drums, so I have you know my skill set that comes into play of like oh, the song changes a little bit because of things that I've thought of that they haven't thought of and for vice sure. versa for all three parts, you know? Yeah. And we're not all too stuck in our ways to change. Like, we'll all get together and we all write the song together, you know? Like, we'll be like, how about try this? And like, no, it doesn't sound good. Yes, it sounds good. We're, we're very flexible. Do you yeah. guys have and a spot where you're... lucky. Pr- yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I've never been in a band yeah. before, but I've it's, had tons of friends who've been in bands and, yeah. It, it can be challenging. I mean, I have definitely... In past bands, I'm sure you guys can as well, and anybody who's been in a band, more more than, more than one band, has said that they've 
they've been involved in the writing process and, and have people that are not very flexible that are just mm -hmm. they, they or, like for example like, so, so, like let's say like so TJ saying like I, I'm at home just jamming on a little riff like came up a little something like alright here cool that's a little song or like the bulk of a song or like you know the bulk of the riffs and you bring it to the table you bring it with the rest of the crew and like somebody like said like oh hey let, let's change that one little part it'd be kind of cool or can I throw this little extra in there and somebody yeah. that's like no <laughs> no and then nice the, and, 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 I mean it's an, it, it's an ego thing it's a confidence thing I mean we all struggle I, with those things you know and, I and be protective, you know. Yep. Admittedly, been I, when I was younger and less mature, I struggled with that at points as well in different projects of being like, no, that, no I'm not willing to bend on that, you well, know. It's but like calling yeah. someone's kids ugly, you know. It's like, this is my baby, this is my kid. I bring sure, it to the table, yeah. and they're like, your baby's ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, crushing, yeah. dude. So, I deal with. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I'll get, I'll be on air, and people will be texting me like, hey, I can't hear the. Mike three or hey there's feedback or hey and I'm like do you know how much is going on over here right, <laughs> right? Now? you know how hard yeah. I'm trying to just yeah. do this and I know what you mean yeah so it's it's nice with this group to with the three of us like like you said like we're we're, we're very we're very flexible and communicate like I said we'll like we'll get to a part and be like hey let's, can we try it this way all right let's try it this other way which one do we like better cool that's the one we go with because we're lucky we all have the same sound which we one have the same sound which one can you play better you might have wrote something that's really cool when you're just sitting down chilling but then when you got to stand up and play it and you got to put yourself in front of a microphone and do it. Mm -hmm. eh, maybe that's not as clean as it was when I was just on my couch. Well, yeah, might need to tweak that a little bit. You that's know what I'm saying? Point, like things yeah. like that. You know? For sure. Yeah. And that's where pre-production like comes into play a lot with as this well demo because all three of us or you know any band like whatever if there's 20 people in a band or whatnot like you can step aside and listen to it without playing it and being like oh this, I hear this you know because yeah. you're not concentrating on playing it you can hear everything you know yeah so then things can change and morph in the way of writing in that aspect yeah yeah so we have so cool man the more bands i interview and the more people i meet the more i learn about this stuff because yeah. i know nothing about it it's so much fun i yeah. just like to front flip off the stage when the music's playing there you go <laughs> yeah, all right come to our shows man. Hey, front, front, front row singing all day long my friend um but that looks a great actually i feel it's a good way to segue into the recording you would ask like, in terms of the recording process at least yeah. the writing process but to the recording process specifically this demo um you know pre-production kind of for us demo if you will or whatever um like i said we, we did it ourselves um we used to have uh, a practice space Right around the corner from us. You know what I'm talking about? Right over here at the corner of Quarantina. The infamous Quarantina yeah. Studios that just... I can't believe it's gone. Earlier this year, we, uh, all of us, you know, the building was sold. Everyone was evicted. The building's been no torn down. I think used to practice there, too. One of many bands, yes. Yeah. They were down, just down the hall from us. Slow down as well. Um, Chris had his little studio. He's doing stuff there. I mean, tons of bands. Tons and tons of bands are over there. Pet meds are over there. Like, all kinds of people. Um, but in the history of that place, that place has been there for decades. I mean, yeah. RKL used to rock We've out. We've had Legwagon go in there and use our studio. Legwagon has practiced yeah. over over there before for <laughs> just random times like that's a yeah. well-known historical spot that's for no sure. longer with us it's a bummer Man. but we we had just set up we we basically just set up in our studio you know we we had our, our gear set up and uh and matt here he had a, a good amount of a, a nice recording you know had some some nice equipment in terms of a lot of mics and stuff is set up and uh we just set it up and he had a, a portable little little digi recorder right is that digi board what, I don't, what are, i see a failing yeah. words like I, like i mentioned before i'm horrible with computers but that that little <laughs> machine like uh, we connect we have a little we have a you have an understanding yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> that's a, right a repertoire yeah. what is it it's like a little it's 12 called, track it, well thing it's called a zoom r16 like oh, okay. so it's like there a it digital 16 track you know yeah and it's it's eight on eight so you can do eight and then you flipped over the other side and it does eight, and i'm not even gonna pretend like i know what i'm talking about but uh <laughs> hey you sound like like you do, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, all about, it's all about gigawatts. And yeah. <laughs> 
121. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we just we set it up in our studio uh, and did it ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we had rehearsed, figured out where we wanted things to be with tempos and stuff, and just and do this ourselves and track by track. So you know, uh, you know, guitar doing stra- scratch tracks, laid all the drum tracks down, yeah. and then came back and you know laid out my bass tracks, and then TJ came back did his, and we had this in a crunch. Like we okay, so check this out. We set up on a Monday night. Is our rehearsal night, and uh-huh. we're like all set up, tested, ready to go, so that next week we'd come in, hit the button, start recording, and get, get it done, right? Yeah. I think two days later, we get the email saying we're evicted, that everybody's Damn, got 30 days that's out. brutal, so man. So we, we literally, three weeks, three, yeah. three instruments. Crunch we time. did drums, then <laughs> yeah. we did the bass, then we did the guitars, and then like we had four days left to tear everything down and move out of the spot. So we did that in our first spot. And then we did vocals in a nice little sleeping bag booth that yeah. we manufactured. I love it, yep. man. Yeah, said, yeah, <laughs> moved into our new spot, you know, out towards Goleta Way. And, uh, yeah, we we, we uh, can produce more of them, too, if bands out there need a bitchin' sleeping bag booth <laughs> for vocals. Yeah. Fleece blankets, sleeping bag. It depends on what kind of texture. Do you want furry walls? Do you want smooth walls? What do we got you? What about yeah, and did it ourselves, and, and then and then put it in Matt's hands again. I can't get, I can't put it over enough just because of um, the, the work and like I said it's given us stuff to listen to. Like he went home and spent a lot of time, yeah, you know, putting it sure. together and make it sound good so we could have something to put out. So we, we, not to you know well, backtrack something a lot. to listen to, yeah. But well, we people were, have requested like to you know do we have anything so we to get a show kind of something getting it out. Yeah, there, yeah. we were mentioning here in, sure. the, in the break. Uh, the, the kind of learning curve a little bit, you know, like learning the new ways of connecting with people, the new ways to promote your music and otherwise. And one of those things is, you know, used to be able to just kind of on on your honor, on your word, like get a show. It'd be like, hey, yeah. we're this kind of a band. We sound like this. Yeah. Like we're down for this. We want to play a show. And, and, and you could get on some shows. And now it's more of like, I mean, nobody wants anything to do with you unless they can hear at least two or three yeah. semi-legitimate recorded songs. So that's kind of where we were at. We're like, we need to put something together to put on the internet that we can be happy enough with. But yep, this is this gives you the idea. Yeah, don't criticize it too much. Yeah, please, can we have some fun and play some shows? For sure, man. And I and I'll, I'll continue to play your guys's music weekly and promote your shows. Much and appreciate. Oh, yeah, yeah no, of and we course, brought the, we brought the other ones. The whole demo for you. So yeah, we have yeah. Uh, a few more, at least three or four more tunes. Yeah, to you, add to the you marked them, you. right? So, yes, I got them okay. marked. <laughs> so I'll play the ones that no no explicit ones. Yeah. Explicit so deleted, and the thing is, deleted. you know, and the thing is, like, we have to wrap up here in a, sure. like five minutes. But the thing is, is like in today's world, Spotify and the streaming music, Apple Music is like. Nobody tunes into FM radio to listen to hardcore because they don't have to, you know. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, there was a there was a station at UC Riverside that played two hours of hardcore every Wednesday night, and so me and my friends would, you know, tune all you know turn all our radios to that university station, and we would call the guy, mm-hmm. and he would play Gorilla Biscuits, and he would play sure. Instead, and he would play all these bands, and we would. Be, you know we'd be on this was like MySpace so we'd be like sure. on MySpace like hey listen to this and so it was like every Wednesday night we listened to this cool university radio show because the guy played hardcore and you don't hear hardcore on FM radio and so yeah. that's the kind of the lost art which like I'm in here every Thursday trying to like promote it on Instagram like hey yeah, for man. an hour for it. an hour a week you can turn your FM radio to hear music that is not supposed to be played on FM radio you exactly know? Like, you know and, and I had uh, where we were from too like you, you know again people from the east coast we're a little bit in north of the Syracuse area. So, you know, we had K Rock, but they would have. They had a spot. It was it was Sound hours of the a Fury, night. They, they would yeah. I th- they they had oddly <laughs> enough, right? Fury. You guys and had a K Rock in New York. I think it's yeah. Same there was a K Rock. It, it yeah. was uh, it was a K Rock affiliate in in upstate New York. Because I said we were close enough to Syracuse to be able to get some of the Syracuse radio stations okay, in okay. addition to any of the, like more rural ones. And they had a block 
if it was weekly or semi-weekly, but like you were yeah, talking about, there was a we- there was a block. It wasn't necessarily the great hours per se. Yeah, but right. there was a block. Same thing. Where yeah. they would play punk music and <laughs> yeah. metal hardcore. and like some hardcore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like same kind of thing. And, uh, and this was you know again when didn't necessarily have streaming services, you know, or, or things like that. So it, yeah, it, absolutely that that, that yeah, sentiment and, so, and that appreciation. Yeah, for it is dude, still exactly. There. Yeah, said, you got folks like yourself, you know, in the station here. You know, you've got KCSB as well, like yeah. FM radio. Like there's a lot of good stuff going on. Just with two spots right here that a lot of people wouldn't have access to and don't realize like the potential yeah. that there is for it you know yeah so i'll continue to i'll continue to play your guys's music you know every week and and promote your shows and you know at least plug them on air and sure whether people are That's listening awesome. or not you know <laughs> hey, no, people listen it, people listen to our soundcloud shows That's awesome. um yeah so um yeah, man, I'll have to have you guys come back on again and we're maybe maybe set out a little bit more time so we can talk more because, um, yeah, I got to get ready for the talk show here. Awesome. Well, yeah, you know, later on, uh, you're here, like I said, next month we're going to have a new recording. And then if, for, if, sure, man. if, for example, if we do end up setting up some sort of benefit or something like that later in the year, whether not only with how we're talking about co-op, but knowing that y'all want to do a bunch of shows here at Casa, like we were, yeah. we, we were like, well, let's set up a benefit show of some kind of Casa, yeah. like for a food bank or for another program here that yeah. Casa could use, you know, or, or I mean, another one for the radio the, station. For the radio station. Like, yeah, you know, let's do a benefit for you guys. equipment for you. Yeah. yeah you're saying the, you need you know, a yeah. microphone, a couple more headsets and headphones. For the radio station, man. Let's. Yeah, I was, I was going to try and, because they were so stoked on it, and I kind of, I just don't have the time and, to like devote to booking the show because it wouldn't be fair to the people involved if I like would make a bunch of commitments and then not be able to show up. You know? Well, I, I could tell you, <laughs> I, I could as I sit before you right now, I would personally be be able to and willing to work with you to set up a benefit for the radio yeah. station in this fall here in October, right. November. Well, they're talking and about o- a bulk of the legwork. If need be, like I'm, I'm all about. I it, appreciate man. that, man, and I'll pass that along because they're talking about October and they're talking about doing like a like a crossover hip hop punk rock type of. Oh, thing you know, I, I love they, hip-hop, they talk, man. Yeah, I was like telling them, you know, it's the same culture, same values, just sounds different. You I, know what I, I mean? love like, hip hop. Yeah. Oh, no, I say that all the time. Yeah. It's what I was drawn to, that'd be For fun. Sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, hey, um, so you want to just give everybody the rundown real quick before we before we uh let you guys go here where we can find your music, um, and all that stuff. So, yeah, one last time, you know, I so said we are last point. Uh, follow us on Instagram at last point. SB, uh, and you can find us on Bandcamp, Reverb Nation. It's going to be lastpointmusic.bandcamp.com and reverbnation.com slash lastpointmusic. And Facebook, you know, all that too. I <laughs> am a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can hey, f- and said, you. keep it clear and, stick and, and enunciated well. That's so right. That's right. right. good. Uh, <laughs> this, interview, this interview will be on the Your Life in America SoundCloud. Um, I'll post it up on the Instagram, hopefully tonight or probably tomorrow, so you'll be able to find all that um, up there. And um, yeah, thank you guys again, man. We'll have you. you. We we appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll have you back on again soon for sure. Awesome, and keep doing what you're doing. It's great stuff. Thanks, people, for listening. Yeah, thanks everybody (laughs) out there. Thank you so much. All right, your life in America. The talk show comes up in like ten minutes. I'm going to leave you with uh, this new record from Magnitude and some abusive power to take us to the top of the hour. Mm